0: Hi everyone, welcome to Fox 42 Goes Paranormal. I'm your host Jenna Liston. And I'm Jennifer Schmidt. Two newsies who have been given the challenge to take on haunted excursions around Nebraska and Iowa. Every month we'll take you somewhere new with local investigative groups who try to change our perspectives on the existence of the paranormal. Follow us along as we take you through today's hunt. Your Your investigation investigation starts starts now. Welcome, everybody, to our first podcast we've ever done. Yay! (laughs) This is so crazy that we're doing this. It makes me really excited, though. It's not something that I thought I'd
1: ever do at
0: a TV news station.
1: It (laughs) doesn't really make sense, but I love it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I really am digging it, and let's kind of give a background of how this even got started. Every three months, we have a sweeps piece, and a sweeps piece is like a longer, extensive version of a news story. So our news manager came up with the idea to go paranormal hunting, and when she gave that assignment out, I was kind of like, all right, what?" (laughs) first of all I hate ghosts so I'm like I'm just not having it with this but so anyway we went and Jennifer was all in it from the very beginning and Jennifer is our assignment editor so she mans down the fort she runs the show I mean and she was like hey I want to come with you and I'm like more than anything, I want you to come with me. <laughs> I'm, I was really excited because, um, like, ever since I was in, like, middle school,
1: I've watched all these ghost hunting shows, and it's always been something that I've been interested in. And um, coincidentally, my family lives in what we claim to be a haunted house. Um, so I haven't experienced anything, but my parents hear footsteps, people coming down the steps. Um, it's just crazy town up in there. So I've got a real
0: interest for this going into it. Yeah. So thankfully she did because I was like on the verge of like, hey, maybe this should be assigned to someone else. (laughs) But I'm so glad we did it. And it turned out so well. I mean, we had such a great reaction from people. Yeah, it's been great. Like we posted kind of a teaser on it on our Facebook and people were just... At one point, people were emailing us, asking if they could either join our investigations or tell us where to go next, and we were just kind of like, this is a one-time thing, like, glad we got a good reaction, but now the station wants to turn it into a franchise, so here we are. And we decided we're going to do a podcast kind of before we go to our new locations. We're planning on going to one every single month, so it's February now. We have ten more, is that right? Math. Math. (laughs) (laughs) We are such news people. Math is not our forte. Anyway, either 9 or 10 to go. And we hope to hit one every single month, but you know how news can be. So hopefully we can be as consistent as we can. But we're really pumped and... Jennifer is going to walk us through kind of the background history of these places that we're going to go. We've been reaching out to local investigative groups to see if they're interested if they're not. Our main focus is to go to places that are pretty well known in the Nebraska, Iowa area. It's pretty broad, um, but just to kind of give us leeway on where we want to go next and opportunities that we can check out. So, But other times we might be going into people's homes that have had similar experiences and just really want to talk about it. So, anyway, this time, um, we'll kind of dive right into... Jennifer, tell us exactly where we are going on March 1st. So, um,
1: on March 1st, we are scheduled to investigate at the Squirrel Cage Jail in Council Bluffs. um, And I'm very excited. We've actually done stuff with them in the past. Um, Our previous reporter, Steve Saunders, was there a few months ago. um, And I did reach out to him, knowing that we were going there. Asked him if he experienced anything. And he said... That he felt something tug on his legs, so of course I get really excited, and then he tells me, yeah, it was somebody hiding under the bed.
0: (laughs) Was it someone who, I mean, is it ran by someone, like, was it someone who worked there, or just someone who's giving him a tour? So
1: it sounds like he was there on a Friday the 13th, so it was already kind of a spooky vibe, and they were just doing a tour of it, and he went for that, and... Yeah, I'm assuming people that worked at the museum. It's a museum now, if
0: you didn't know. Um. Didn't know. Ultimately, so Jen kind of mentioned, like, she's all into this stuff. I am so not. It's kind of ridiculous because if someone... I don't even care if you're joking. If someone grabbed my leg like that, we're done. We're stopping the cameras. (laughs) This is not fun anymore. And we're just over it. I don't like being touched. I don't like hearing things. And the last place we went was the Malvern Manor. Very... (laughs) Very intense times. And so we were out there for a long time, just kind of sitting in the cold. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to say we didn't see anything. I think that's why I'm so honed in because one, I'm a firm non believer. Mm-hmm. And I am someone who, this is terrible to say, but I will, like, I guess, tease the ghosts. I would, I would do that in a heartbeat. I'd be like, oh, yeah. I don't know what you didn't say. But that's my personality. And so when I saw the flashlight thing, that honestly had me sold. And I don't know why, but it was just like, one of those things and for those who don't know the we set a flashlight in the middle of this room and everyone was standing around it there was nothing that was controlling it it was just like a small flashlight from menards and of course i'm the biggest skeptic so like we thoroughly looked at it and Mm -hmm. it was like flashing on and off and like dimming and brightening and it I don't, it blew me away. And it wasn't one of those flashlights,
1: too, where you just push the button and it comes on. It was one you legit had to twist to turn it on. Right. And there wasn't a difference between on and off. It was just on full blast or not on at all. And in the when we were doing the investigation, it would be, it would be dim and then it would be bright. And, like, there were all different varying intensities of the light that were coming out of the flashlight. So it was... It was compelling. It just, I was expecting more. Yeah. I guess, especially hearing what the um, ladies of the damn paranormal group had experienced before, um, especially with the one getting uh, CAPT scratched onto her. I, I don't know. My, my expectations were higher. And, and maybe I-, I need to bring them down.
0: I don't know. I think it's okay to have high expectations, but I also understand like where they were coming from too and saying, you know, we're not going to always have like these intense wild experiences, which is something you have to put in perspective. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. But when we were on the drive home, we were kind of like recapping and just kind of like, do you believe it? Do you not? So anyway, this is just another opportunity for us to go out there. So this will be our second paranormal investigation and Jen has a lot of info on the history of it and I am super excited for her to explain it because she is a much better explainer than I am. Hmm. Well, maybe. Um, so if not, I- I'll fill it in for the people who read the dummies books because that's me. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? You like the the like Google for dummies. Yep. That's yeah. Why do I have that book? No, I'm just kidding. I don't <laughs> Have you been to my apartment and (laughs) (laughs) looked at my shelf? How dare you? How dare you break it? Okay, we're getting off subject.
1: (laughs) Okay, yeah. So let's start with the history of the jail itself, and then we'll go into more of um, different experiences that people have had with ghosts and paranormal activity. Um, But as far as actual history for the jail, it was actually built back in 1885 um, and was used until 1969 as a jail um and now it's used as a museum people can go and go in there and see different uh exhibits and all sorts of stuff um and what's creepy slash interesting about this jail is it's not your typical you know there's a bunch of different levels with just a huge row of jail cells so this was actually um one of 18 jails that were like these are the only ones that were designed like this but it had uh, three different floors and all of the jail cells were the size and they looked like like a piece of pie so they were kind of a triangle shape and they made up a circle and from what I counted in a picture that I saw there were 10 jail cells on each floor and there's three different floors so what the people that were working at the jail would do to get the Um, inmate that they wanted, they would turn a crank and the actual tower of jail cells would turn until you got to the jail cell that you wanted and then the doors had to line up perfectly otherwise you couldn't open it. Which is weird. Like I said, the Squirrel Cage Jail is um, one of 18 places where this kind of technology was used um and today there's only three places now that still use it um, and have it um, there's one in missouri there's one in indiana and then obviously the squirrel cage jail in council bluffs um, so the whole concept of the rotating jail um, was designed by two people in indiana and a patent from 1881 actually says the object of our invention is to produce a jail in which prisoners can be controlled without the necessity of personal contact between them and the jailer
0: that's such a good idea and i don't know why more places haven't picked that up i feel like
1: i don't know yeah
0: see what i'm saying it's like if that's the case which i'm assuming a lot of people who worked in prisons and jails do not want to make direct contact with inmates because Mm -hmm. It can be highly dangerous, so why hasn't this system been used more often? This is the 1st oh. time hearing about it, and I'm from Indiana. So, like, do you know what part of Indiana? Um,
1: the website that I used, which you guys can all go check it out, uh, it's thehistoricalsociety.org. Um, I pretty much just googled a scroll cage jail and that was one of the top links that popped up. So that's where all of my information is from.
0: I'm so amazed by it because like when you were trying to explain it to me, I was like, Okay, whatever. You did a really good job explaining it by the way. Thank you. I understood <laughs> it, even though I already have seen videos because I'm a very visual learner. But yeah, it's just like such a concept that so do you know why it got shut down or abandoned? I don't.
1: We'll have to find
0: that out. One yeah, day. yeah. I think that's kind of like the fun part too, is like we get to go with these investigative groups and they kind of tell us the back history of it. Like, I feel like knowing too much could kind of spoil it maybe. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, I'm already a professional. I don't need uh-uh. this. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I run this place. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of the gist of like where we're going. And we are actually, we're being boss ladies and coming in on a day off. Mm-hmm. We are scheduled to go investigate with um, one of the local paranormal
1: groups this Friday, March 1st. Um, we're scheduled to start at 8 o'clock at night, and we will be there for four solid hours until midnight. Which, <laughs> I feel like four hours is prime time. That's what, it's we all, good. That's what we've and been doing. Yeah. So, I don't know. I wish we were going at a different set of four hours. Um, I guess... If there's ever an investigation where whoever that we're going with believes it's more demonic, it's said that between the hours of, like, 3 and 5, um, I've heard that if you randomly wake up in the middle of the night during the 4 o'clock hour, it's because there's some sort of, like, demonic evil entity near you.
0: You're telling me that if a human... <laughs> like, let me get this straight. If a human being wakes up at between... 4 a.m. and 4.59 it's because of a demon. That's what I've heard. So
1: every time s- I wake up in the middle of the night at like 4 I'm afraid to look at my watch and I'm like where did I you hear know. this? I
0: don't remember. I don't. I'll because have to now I'm gonna. It. You do understand how many times I wake up between that time <laughs> and I, I don't b- <laughs> I don't believe in any of this stuff. Yes. This is not factually proven we are just spewing <laughs> right now because who knows. God, don't scare yourself. But Uh, yeah.
1: So um, one of the things that I'm really interested to see when we go is on this website that I was looking at, the historicalsociety.org. It says that there are still names and dates scratched into the walls from previous prisoners. Oh, wow. So I think that if there is some sort of entity or spiritual connection to this place, I would almost want to check those areas where they've they've made their mark in history. Like that's not going to go away unless this building is torn down. I feel like their spirit would want to kind of remain where that is. And I I'm curious to see if we do pick up anything by the signatures and scratch marks and stuff. Jen, I triple dog dare you to sleep in a jail cell. I would. No way. Yeah. When I was in Girl Scouts when I lived in Texas, my Girl Scout troop went to um Oh, which naval ship was it? I don't remember, but we went to Corpus Christi and we stayed the night in a naval ship that was rumored to be haunted and we stayed the night on it. We learned all the history and I swear at one point in the middle of the night, I woke up and there was somebody standing at the end of my bed and I thought it was like a sailor or something. I would totally do it again. Oh God, I'm just like disgusted. (laughs)
0: I'm disgusted at... (laughs) haunted I just stories I could barely walk down the Malvern Manor hallway without you yeah that was bad (laughs) it's gonna be the same and that's the if you get frustrated by it too bad so sad because I just I'm a jumper Get spooktied so, I
1: really only get scared when other people get scared and like whoops. walk away from me and leave me. And I'm like, don't leave me alone in this creepy, scary, dark place. I don't want to be alone.
0: That's why Jen yelled at me last time because yes. she's like, Jenna, stop being so dramatic. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, 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 nope. She's getting mad at
1: me. I also, every single time we left her room, I was like, I don't want to be last because, like, the last person is always the (laughs) first to get picked
0: up. Always gets screwed over. In the movies, (laughs) you're dead instantly. So, I'm like, not gonna be last. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jen also has some information on apparent ghost sightings at this jail. So... Uh, I see a big list. (laughs) I don't
1: like that. Um, So, again, all of this information came from the historicalsociety.org, and they've got it all written out in nice little paragraphs, and they explain everything, and I just kind of took out the ones that stuck out to me. Um, So, apparently, in the 1950s, there was a person who worked in the jail who... um, So for some of the people that were working there, there was an apartment available on the fourth floor from what I understand. And this person refused to live in this apartment because he kept hearing footsteps and people walking around up there and it just freaked him out. So he lived on the second floor instead, which, so it's rumored that um, one of the tour guides actually thinks that Um, The spirit that they kept hearing walking around was actually the spirit of the man who oversaw construction of the jail. Um, He was the first person to live on that floor, and it's rumored that he never left. Ooh. Yeah.
0: She's, like, wiggling (laughs) her fingers at me, trying to be spoopy, and I just... A spoopy? (laughs) I like saying spoopy better than spooky. Oh, my gosh. Wait, he never left? What does that even mean? He never left. I don't know, because
1: the, the page goes on to say that there's only actually been four deaths recorded at the jail. Um, a prisoner died of a heart attack. Another prisoner fell from um, three stories high because he was trying to carve his name on the ceiling and he fell to his death. The third person that they have on record was somebody, uh, a prisoner who hung himself. And then the last person that was recorded dying at the jail was actually an officer who accidentally shot himself during a mob. Um, the, it's actually the farmer's holiday strike of 1932. I don't know if the, the presence on the fourth floor is actually the person who oversaw construction because there's no record of that person dying on the property. So it's interesting. It, it is. Um, another thing that adds to the creepiness of this jail, it's actually built on an old morgue. So dead people jail, not a good combination no
0: why would you do that yes oh my gosh i can't deal with
1: this okay so different reported sightings in the girl cage jail range from full body apparitions on the fourth floor to doors opening on their own and weird lights and just turning on and off and then also a bunch of weird sounds and there have been paranormal groups that have investigated here in the past in 2005, the Carroll Area Paranormal Team actually caught a cabinet door opening and closing several times on its own.
0: So we're gonna be spending a lot of time on the fourth floor. Yes, that's when. what it sounds like. I I also kind of want to be
1: like in the prison cell while somebody turns it.
0: Do you think that it actually still turns though? I don't think
1: they would. That would be so cool. It would be awesome, but since it's a museum, I feel like they wouldn't just to kind of preserve stuff.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: But I I honestly have no idea. If, if they can turn it for us, I would love to be in a prison cell.
0: I would totally do it too. Could we be in one together? No. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jen leaves me out to dry. So that's kind of a background history of this jail, which we're super stoked to go to. I mean, Jen is. I'm just here for the ride, so... but. We are really excited to show you guys. We'll kind of give you exclusive like, sneak previews throughout our journey there, kind of throw in some sound bites for you, and then definitely recap our experience and talk all about it, so can't wait. I'm excited.